Hi, I'm Bree from BreeBoucher.com, your host of Soul to Soul, the podcast. Welcome to your weekly dose of soul deep conversations and quick hits of intuitive downloads. Let's begin. This episode is part of an Instagram live series I hosted a little while ago now. You'll hear me interviewing the delightful Christy Pask, a fellow NLP coach and someone I met back in February 2020. It might sound a little bit different to a normal podcast because it's a live recording, but I'm sure you'll love it all the same. Hello and welcome to Soul to Soul number three. Um, so today, I'm going to see if I can get a... Oh, hey, Christy. I'm going to see if I can put a filter on. Uh, see if I can find like my... Ah, there she is. My favourite. Okay, let's see if I can get Christy on. Thank you. I thought I had a filter on. Let me just see if I can get that beautiful filter on. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> How's the morning been? Yeah, good, good. Just getting ready. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me just um, pin a post um, with... Hopefully I got your name spelling correctly. All right. Hello. Okay. Sorry. Now, <laughs> sorry, that was a little bit awkward. No, um, right. Welcome. Okay. So this is number three of Soul to Soul. Yeah. So welcome. And it's your first ever live. It sure is. <laughs> I feel very, very I'm happy that you're here. I didn't have to press the go live button and it was you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's good um from now on these will be super easy because you've done one true true yeah yeah perfect yeah. well let's get into some icebreaker questions just yeah. get the ball rolling all right do you like tea or coffee what's your preference uh I don't really drink either don't drink either I actually thought no, no. that you might say that because I couldn't <laughs> remember if um <laughs> You know, we had, uh, if you had tea or coffee when we're at the training. No. And I just remembered I haven't introduced you. Oh, my goodness. So sorry. (laughs) This is Christy. Christy is a business and mindset coach, and she's going to have her own podcast soon. That's very exciting. Um, And Yeah, and you're passionate about helping um, people and entrepreneurs in the early stage of their business. Um, and building sort of authentic brands and um, helping them with their personal and business story, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Very good. Very good. All right. Now that we've uh, <laughs> done that intro, I might get back into it. But um, the the reason I've got you on here today is basically because I wanted to, to chat with you and have, have 
um, some of my mates come in and and um, and have have a bit of a combo, and for me, a little bit to get to know you a bit more as well. So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, no tea or coffee. Um, what? Really? <laughs> what do you drink in the morning? Is that not a is that not a thing for you? Not really. Um, mm. Sometimes I'll have a hot chocolate. Um, otherwise, it's just mm. sparkling water is usually what I go to, yeah. or just water. But yeah, Beautiful. I'm just not really a hot drink person. Yeah, there you go. Coffee. I will have wow. a tea here and there, but coffee. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I used yeah. to hate coffee, and then yes. I got over that. <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone starts out hating it, but some people push through. Yeah, so I'm having a peppermint tea at the moment. Hopefully, (laughs) doesn't burn my mouth. Okay, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, Technically speaking, according to every personality test, I am an extrovert. Yeah, Um, but do actually sit sort of right on the cusp of introvert Mm. and extrovert. So, yeah. yeah. How did that um, show up in your business for you? Um, I don't, I do, I guess I find um, connecting with people, building relationships sort of semi-easy. I can sort of happy to reach out to people that I don't really know Mm. um, and form those relationships. Um, I definitely am more of an extrovert in that regard. Um, Yeah. and I don't really love, like, I guess the introvert size, I don't really love being the centre of attention, um, you know, all of that sort of thing as well. Um, yeah. And I also really appreciate time alone. Um, yeah. But then the extrovert sort of comes through if I have too much time alone, I then get bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So you're probably getting a little bit, like, stir crazy being kind of, like, cooped up at home then <laughs> as an the extrovert. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am missing people. Um, yeah. But that's all yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I know that feeling. Um, so I don't know that you are really into either of these, tarot or oracle decks. Um, but if you had to choose, what would be yes. your preference? <laughs> um, probably more Oracle. Um, yeah. I actually used to have, when I was a teenager, um, I was right into tarot cards and I used to do all sorts of like seances and I had spell books and all sorts yeah. of things, like white witch thing, and I was right Same. into it. It sort of disappeared <laughs> in my 20s, um, but I feel yeah. like it's definitely coming back mm. more now connect, yeah. yeah yeah it's sort of feeling called to connect a bit more into your spirituality definitely yeah yeah mm. so, yeah it's coming back so yeah, yeah. It's to explore I think a few people went through that phase and I think like if we're all kind of if you're the same age it was the craft that um uh, yeah. <laughs> like put everyone yeah. on, on that path Absolutely. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Um, oh, well, maybe. So do you think you would get tarot cards or oracle cards then? Like cause Oracle cards. Oracle. Yeah. yeah, a bit easier. Yeah. To like, Absolutely. you know, they're, they're more about yeah. sort of t- tapping into your intuition than trying to figure out like how things work and yeah 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 um what are you reading right now 
Um, so I am very slowly reading a book called The Compound Effect. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the author, um, but it's quite a good one, actually, and it came at a really good time for me. And it's actually, the thing that I really like about it, it's about taking lots of small steps and actually seeing the progress and the growth over time rather than having to go all in and go hard and do everything perfectly right now, which mm. um, is something that I have most certainly always struggled with. I've yeah. always had a bit of a all or nothing mindset, um, yeah. which isn't great. Um, so it's, a, it's funny actually, cause I was, I can't remember, I was doing something else recently and it was about the small steps and, you know, sort of building up to that and actually not having to go all, you know, like make huge drastic changes. And then I started reading this book. I was like, oh, that's interesting that it all happened at the same time. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Are you kind of like um, taking some some of the like suggest, I guess, I'm assuming there's like tasks and things that you should be following as, or is it more like a, a book that, um just kind of gives the, the theme and the concept or does it have like things you can do to action it it does yeah I think at the end of every chapter it's sort of got um sort of step um what do you call it like um action steps or you know things yeah that, yeah write down these three things or write down what's stopping you from doing this and those sorts of things so yeah I have been doing that oh uh, that's good um, yeah. yeah I think that's always the case like with those sort of books a lot of people don't um take the action steps like they'll read it and yes. and I'm pretty bad too like I know there's a few books yeah. that I'm like yeah I should journal on that or I should write about you know like what's come up for me but then I never do so I find that because I read yes. a lot through audio like audible and through like audiobooks that I just like consume oh, it yeah. and so if I really like yes. a book I'll buy a physical one and then like go through the the steps so yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so do you have a bit of a morning routine at the moment? Or? Um no, not as much as I should at the moment. So mm. I um my alarm is my children. <laughs> um, so that's usually any time from about 5.30-ish at the moment. We're sort of 5.36 yeah. we've gotten to. So for the last yeah. five years, that's been my wake-up time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I sort of, uh, before, especially before isolation sort of happened and before my husband was home working, um, that sort of thing, I would generally, I sort of get up, I do the kid thing, I get them ready on the days that they're going to daycare, then I get them to daycare and then I come home and then I actually do my morning mm. routine. So I just, I don't usually start until sort of eight. Um, yeah. and then that sort of then it usually starts. It's funny. I always like, I'll do the dishes and listen to a podcast at the same time. That's ah. sort of where I start. And then I do anything that I want to do as well. So I start a bit later, but I do sort of get to it eventually. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that you have something that you yeah. like do for yourself. And I like that idea of like a podcast and some, you know, dishes. It's like that yeah. mind, <laughs> mindful, mindless activity. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's hard sometimes when you sit down and you want to do some work, but then you can see that like the kitchen needs to be tidied or whatever. And I can't mm. then concentrate. So it's a good way to multitask. Yeah. And the housework that needs to be done, but then also do something that's good for yeah. my mind at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Good one. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, do you have a vision board? 
No, I don't. Oh, I was going to ask, what's on your vision board? I need to do one. I think um, in the past I've probably done things like that, but then Mm. I think, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't actually done one I haven't got anything updated so mm-hmm. when yep. you've done it in the past has it sort of just sat somewhere and you've not looked at it and it's kind of been a thing yep. and just moved on yes yeah yes. So that's what yep. hasn't worked exactly, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to do them like I like to do the physical ones but also a digital version yep. so that it's on like my desktop and my phone and I can look at it all the time and you know, we can kind of, I can connect into what what I'm working on at the moment um, yeah. and then sort of do vision journaling afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I've got someone joining us. Um, so hello. <laughs> Don't know what your name is. Hi. Teaching two toddlers. <laughs> okay. So um, because we're sort of like dealing with, we're, we're done with the icebreaker questions now. We're into some in-depth notes. <laughs> <laughs> more detailed questions but um with like coronavirus and COVID-19 you know going on at the moment I thought like it's good to sort of chat about um like how that's affecting um like your business and and your life and I'm curious to know like how things have changed for you since it started in your business and home life as well um so I feel like some things have changed a bit but then some things kind of just feel like they've stayed the same I mean I always work from home anyway yeah um, so that doesn't really change for me that just feels the same yeah. um but then obviously now my husband's home um yeah. often than he was before so um just having someone in your space like it kind of you know we we're talking about the routines before like you know yeah. I come home the dishes and I'd listen to a podcast but now he's right Mm. there and then sometimes I'm working and he's talking to me or you know he's got a meeting going on and things like that yeah Um, so it's definitely different there yeah around um the boys uh so obviously we've got two little boys we made the decision to send them back to daycare recently so they've been going now they're at a new daycare center it's quite a small one they've Mm. been there for three weeks I think now yeah um yeah, so they've gone back to daycare a few days, so it gives us the chance to work still. So when they're at daycare, mm. it kind of feels the same. Um, but, yeah, it's those days when they're home and the weekends that obviously we most definitely feel it the most. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, not being able to go to the park, to the beach, to see friends, anything yeah. like that. You sort of start yeah. to a bit more housebound. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Um, in the beginning, the boys seemed like they really struggled a bit. They wanted to go out. They kept asking to go to the park. We've actually got a playground right over the road from our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kept asking to go, um, you know, things like that. Um, but yeah. now they kind of seem to have settled into a bit more of a home routine. So well, that's good. Yeah. 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 Do you have, um, like, an office space or do you no. kind of, like, work Mm, yeah we've got um our dining room a dining kitchen area is quite big so there's a desk in there um which was where I was working originally and now my husband has taken over that and I'm at the dining room but um yeah 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 okay did you ever like work from cafes or just always at home no I find I work best at home um Mm. 
Yeah, I um, kind of get a little bit distracted at cafes and things like that. I'm sort of, yeah. sort of staring into a, into a daze and just not paying attention to what I'm supposed to be doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I always feel really guilty. Like I have to keep ordering things if I'm going to stay working yes, there. Yes, that's yeah. true. I yeah. always feel like that too. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'll just sit on this drink for an hour and then... <laughs> Maybe I'll order lunch. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I'm sure there's like, I'm sure, I'm sure there's like an understanding that people are there just yes. to fill up yeah. the space as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you have any business goals um that you'll put that you're putting into action or that you are, are working towards for after self isolation, like when this is all over? Um probably not so much for when this is all over. I kind of feel like mm. I'm still just trying to push forward as best I can at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, my focus is really just on, I guess, well, I guess while we're in isolation and things are a little bit different, I'm really trying to use this time at the moment to sort of plan and work out where I'm going and what I want to do um, yeah. and then start implementing all of that as soon as possible and right away and just keep going as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it definitely is, um, I feel like my business has changed even since, um, you know, I saw you in February. Mm. Um, so I feel like I was before, you know, like where we are now, I was much more a consulting sort of based business. Yeah. Um, whereas now I'm moving, I'm still doing a lot of consulting, but I'm also now moving into a lot more coaching. So, um, it's a it's an exciting time, but it's also you know one of those ones you're like, oh, I don't really know what to do next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's sort of yeah. like maybe taking this opportunity to kind of like go with the flow a little bit and see what comes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So well, I have, although one thing I have been doing since we have yeah. been in isolation is a little bit more training. Um, okay. Yeah, like a few webinars here and there and things like mm. that. So I have been trying to use that time as well, even though I. I wouldn't say I have any more time, but I've just sort of been prioritising because there has been so much. People are bringing out so much. So I'd Absolutely. like if I can join in. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Have, a, have an afternoon of um, learning. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's in good. the evening when the boys are in bed. But yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Very good. Yeah. Um, so I suppose on that, um, you know, you touched on that you have, change the business a little bit and um you know like when we were so we for everyone that doesn't know <laughs> we've um we met in february at um brooke alexander's created coach method training um so we're certified in a bunch of modalities nlp um we're life and success coach um certified and so on and so forth um and from that you know, like both of our businesses have started to like change and grow, but um, yours in particular, you just talked about, you know, doing more coaching. And I know that you've recently like rebranded a little bit, um, you know, to, to your name. So talk a little bit yeah. about that and, and what your plans are for that. <laughs> um, so the reason that I actually decided to rebrand, um, so I started this business, um, so I've been working for myself now for a bit over five years and it's kind yeah. of changed and evolved a little bit. So last year when my youngest son 
um, was one. Um, he went, um, that's when I sort of went back to work and I decided I was going to work for myself again. And I just, I felt like I had to come up with a business name. That was what I felt like I had to do. Um, and someone had suggested to me that I use my name, but I just felt really scared about it. It was almost like I wanted to hide behind a business mm. name, even though that I knew that it wasn't the right thing to do. And even though I sort of was operating already in that personal branding space, I kind of really struggled with actually being seen as the face of my own mm. brand. Um, and it's funny cause I, I didn't like the business name that I chose, but I kind of just picked the best out of a bunch that I didn't really love. Yeah. And then going through this year and this training, um, I'd already sort of, I guess, made that realisation that something needed to change and that I actually needed to be. I was, sort of, I was already showing my face online, but still, like, I didn't yeah. tell any of my friends about this business. I didn't tell family about it. I was really sort of hiding it. Mm. Um, yeah, so then this year I just decided after the training as well, I was like, that's it, I'm just going to do it. You know, the training really helped me, I feel like. Um, I went in really, really, really caring what other people think. Um, And even though now, you know, there is still a part of me that, you know, cringes at the thought of people seeing what I'm doing sometimes and all that. (laughs) At the same time, I now sort of feel like I don't feel like people are judging me as much. It's kind of like I've come to the other side of that. Um, Yeah. Now I've really sort of reframed that, I guess, in that, you know, because someone that I know is watching me, you know, they're not necessarily, they're not judging you. They're actually watching you because they're supporting you. Um, You know, otherwise why are they sitting there watching and liking your stuff and all the rest of it? So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's a really powerful NLP technique, the reframing. Yeah. So yeah. good to hear that you use that um, and it's been helping. So That's right, that's fantastic. yeah. So it was definitely a big reframing thing for me, coming mm. to the other side of that and deciding that, yeah, people aren't actually judging most of no. the time. So No, and yeah. if they are, then they're not your people and so it doesn't matter what exactly. they think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that like a little a little bit about your history and that you're like you have been in marketing for quite some time and then you left your full time job to start a business. So talk us through that process and and you know, how that's evolved to, to what you're doing now as well. Um, so what I left it's funny, I when so it all sort of started with a Tony Robbins event. Mm. Um, so Ben, my husband took me to, he wanted to go to this Tony Robbins thing. And I was like, yeah, like, if you like, I'll do it if you want. Like, you know, I don't really care. I don't really mind if you want to do it, then I'll definitely come. And yeah. I think I remember Tony Robbins from the eighties and nineties. Um, and the, you know, the, what do you call them? Tele commercial things. So yeah. Was, yeah. Self-help and stuff. And I Bit didn't cheesy. Really, Exactly. Yeah. I didn't really yeah. know what to expect. Um, and so we went to the Unleash the Power Within Which Weekend, which was on, I think that was in like September, October. And then I basically went back to work and I was like, that's it. Like, I'm not going to keep doing this. You know, I've realized, I was like, I just realized that I really, like, I already knew that I wanted to do something, but I think that was just the push that I needed. Wow. Um, so I went in, I resigned and I worked out to the rest of the year. And then I went in to the new year to start a business. So I had decided... So I was going to design my own collection of children's clothing. Mm. Um, And at the same time, I was still doing a lot of marketing consulting. So I left my full-time job already with consulting work to go to. So I kind of felt that financially there, like 
I was going to be safe, that was going to continue. Yeah. Um, yeah so I opened up and uh, ended up just opening up an online store um, at the same time I was doing consulting work. Um, and I ran that store for about three and a half years, I think it was, at the same time while I was doing consulting and then on and off um, because obviously having babies as well. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of just got to the point with that business that there were parts of it that I really loved, but ultimately it just didn't feel like it was what I wanted to do. And I felt yeah. like it needed a lot more of me than I was actually willing and able to give out. Um, and I really loved working with other people in their businesses and helping them grow and doing that side of things. So then when I decided to, I closed the store when I had had my second son um, and I decided when I was coming back, I was just going to go back into actually helping other people with their businesses instead of actually focusing just on my own. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So That sounds really organic and like, um, aligned and kind of just went a little bit like not with the flow but um went with what felt right absolutely yeah, yeah. I think with that business as well the clothing store I actually the amount that I learned in that those few years in running it yeah. like starting an online store um everything that went into it um the mindset behind it what did work what didn't work is actually sort of what's brought me to this place now and I think that it's really good. You know, I can say, yeah, you know what? I have been there. I do know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I used to have that appreciation, that understanding of what people are going through. Yeah. Um, well, when they are doing these things. So, yeah. 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 So um, I know you're really into photography and that's part of like what you offer as part of your like consulting um, yes. services. Yeah. What started that off? Um. <laughs> that was kind of a, um, I don't really know, actually. I had <laughs> always loved taking photos. Um, yeah. And, but I, definitely photos of people more than anything else. Um, so I just had always had this love of photography. And then I, for some reason, I just decided, I think because as well, I was working in the personal branding sort of space. And I really felt like people needed to actually have great photos of themselves for social media and all of that sort of yeah. thing that I would just start doing photography. Um, so I did a few courses, learned how to use a camera properly in manual mode. Um, and then basically, because <laughs> previously I was just using it on auto. Point and shoot. Um, yeah, just went and got myself a good camera and then just started doing photography. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah. So um, it's cool. kind of a bit of a, a passion thing as well. Um, mm. Yeah, just for fun and, yeah. 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 Um, well, Jenna Kutcher started out like a, uh, a photographer, <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's story. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what do you want to do with your, um, like, the coaching side of things? Do you want to do one-on-ones? Do you want to do groups? Do you want to do courses or do you want to do all of the above? <laughs> all of the above, all of the above. Yeah. So at the moment I'm just doing one-on-one -on -one, um, yeah. and that's just, I feel like as a new business as well, it's a really great way to connect with people, see what they really need help with um, mm. and sort of, I guess, from there, then I'll be able to, you know, build something bigger and help more people at one time. 
Um, but at the moment, yeah, I'm just focusing on one-on-one -on -one sessions. So I do one-off sessions um, and then I do, um, I, you know, you can do for a month or eight weeks or something, something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Where I am awesome. right now. And then I've still got some consulting work going as well. So Fantastic. That's really yes. cool. Yes. Yes. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was um, like perfectionism and you know, I think everyone knows that I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but I like to call myself a recovering perfectionist because yes. um, <laughs> I, you know, occasionally I will slide back into perfectionism, but for the most part, I acknowledge and I know that I'm a perfectionist and I can push through it. So how does that, like, um, that's something that I know that shows up for you a little bit or it has in the past. Yeah. How's that work? Yeah, How's that um, it's definitely Sorry. something that still shows up for me now, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm glad now that I actually recognise what it is. So I didn't actually even realise I was a perfectionist until late last year. Um, I thought that perfectionists were those people that are super neat and tidy and everything's always perfect and that's what a perfectionist was and life is not not any of those things. <laughs> um, <but laughs> Um, it more shows up for me in, I guess I realised it as well, like the, the amount of work that I've done. Um, because I've just gone, you know, this is mm. you're not good enough. It's just sort of pushed to the sunshineism is a real, um, it's a really strong, I guess you set very expectations for yourself. And then when you can't meet those extremely high expectations, you just then, you just don't do it. Um, whereas, you know, someone, and which is, I think they call, like it's a closed mindset, whereas someone with a growth mindset will sort of look at yeah. the work that they've done and they'll, you know what, this is actually pretty good. I'm going to publish it anyway and see what happens. Whereas it would be like, no, this is crap. I'm just not going to do it. Um, yeah. That's sort of, I guess, yeah. Whereas, well, where this book, The Compound Effect has been for me, because um, mm. perfectionists also tend to have all or nothing mindset. Um yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, I'll, whether it be fitness or work or whatever, you know, you go in really hard and you, it has to be done perfectly. And then as soon as you slip up, something doesn't go as planned. And then you think, well, what's the point anyway? Um, and you kind of mm. end up giving up because you didn't do it perfectly. So, yeah, it's, um, but it's definitely something now that I recognize that I can see it. So, um, procrastination not doing the hard things because you don't know how to do them and therefore you don't sort of you know it's a real fear of failure and things like that I definitely feel like I'm coming out the other side and I'm definitely looking at like you know what would this look like if it were easy and you know at what point is you know waiting till something's absolutely perfect just you know pushing ahead definitely. now and actually just celebrating the achievement yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Um, just posting something, even if it isn't perfect, um, yeah. or uh, like stories in particular, for me, um, when I first was starting those, I would record them over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I even like nowadays, I will post pretty quickly, but I still find they're really long. So you know, that's my next kind of like, oh, they're not good enough because they're too long. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you kind of move on from one thing and then it becomes another little like quirk for you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think 
the other thing to really think about as well is, um, and I said it on Instagram recently, was, you know, what is actually perfect, you know? Mm. Um, and I don't, you know, if you actually looked at what something would have to be to be perfect, would it actually ever be there for you? And the truth is it probably wouldn't. Yeah. Um, you know, and the you, other like, side, oh, sorry. <laughs> now, I also said like with a photo shoot, for example, which was what I was referring to, mm. you know, you can have the best outfits, the greatest location, the best photographer, everything's perfect. But then for whatever reason, you're not feeling confident. And then it goes into, oh, I just don't really feel like it. And, you know, oh, this isn't good enough. And you sort of then end up punishing yourself. And mm, yeah, yeah actually, um, the conditions are perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. You're just and telling yourself that they're not. Definitely. Yeah. So there's, there's two things that I thought of just then when you're talking. One was that, um, like, perfection is relevant only to you. You know, like, someone else yeah. will think it is perfect or not like it at all. And whatever Absolutely. that is it doesn't matter Absolutely. but it's only like what you think and to be honest as a coach it's not about you it's about your clients and who you're trying to serve That's so therefore right. don't care about like what's perfect to you because it might be perfect to someone else um, and then the other thing is like things are like out of your control so you might set up something completely perfect and it all is like going to plan and then something's changes like the weather's wrong for a photo shoot and yeah. that you know like you either have to make the decision to just go with it and make it work for you or it will um it'll just never get done and so yeah, yeah I think it um it's one of those like mindset changes isn't it it's like well if if I don't do it now will it ever happen and is this yeah. just gonna be good enough good enough and get and yes, then move yes, on absolutely. <laughs> yes yeah, yeah absolutely yeah mm. I think a photo shoot is a good example of like where people would get a little bit like stuck in um you know because you have this particular vision of what you want your photos to look like um that's right and then there's you know something like the weather or um you know, the time of day isn't going to work out anymore. And yep. um, yeah, what would you do for someone that is sort of struggling with that and it's not working? Like, you, you know, you're, you're doing a photo shoot for someone and they're like, kind of like, oh, this isn't exactly what I wanted. How would you deal with that? Um, thankfully, it's actually, it's not happened yeah. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that comes up I mean if the weather's looking horrible and it's an outdoor shoot we'd sort of have an idea the day before and you know we can look at rescheduling mm. things like that um mm. but generally I think one of the probably the biggest things that actually comes up is um with the photo shoot is that people go into it and everything's set up perfectly but then because they feel really self-conscious that's when it becomes mm. not perfect um yeah and it's sort of just, I guess, about making them, um, you know, I guess one of those things, you know, with people not feeling like things are perfect, um, you know, I'm happy to show people photos along the way. Um, you know, they're very involved in the whole process. We've usually got Pinterest boards sort of for what we're aiming for, sort of just inspo, nothing that, you know, we're doing this yeah. pose and this, this pose or anything yeah. like that, but just sort of um, so that they can get a feel for that. Um, and obviously my job is to make them feel as 
reassured and as comfortable as possible. So just mm. trying to, um, you know, just really chat with people, relax them, make them laugh, um, you know, things like that that sort of help relax and get into it. Um, yeah, so thankfully yeah. I haven't actually had a bad weather day when I've been photographing outdoors, so... Well, there you go. Okay. Lucky. Yeah, yeah. So that would I be, I would say, would be, yeah, the biggest thing is just reassuring people right through. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Um, one of the things that um, I thought was quite courageous of, of you when you when I first met you is that you just moved back to Sydney and like this was, you know, your first week, um, you know, at training, but also um, back in Sydney. And um, something that I think I was just thinking of now is that that sort of experience has like anchored into your memory now, like returning back to Sydney, it has anchored that training that we did and like the relationships and the friendships that have been made um, are kind of like all interconnected and, and I think that's really like quite cool, but um, beyond the point of what I was going to ask you, I just thought I'd just mention that because I thought, you know, how like with um, NLP and, and anchoring, like, you know, memories are triggered yeah. through music and smell and things like that. But um, the, the training itself for you might even be like triggered by your memory of, of, um, like moving into that, you know, house and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of yeah, a cool, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, you know, perhaps even like subconsciously, you know, like quite um, a powerful experience, you know, for you because perhaps like walking through the door every um, time after yeah. cl after class after training is sort of like now embedded into you every every time you come home <laughs> yeah it kind of feels like because I moved at the like the, the we moved on the 31st of January and then we started the trial the 2nd of February um I do kind of mm. feel like the move and then the training was kind of like the start of my new life yeah you know, like it was kind of it all happened there yeah and it, that kind of that's what it feels like it's that was the start of my new life. Yeah. That's super powerful. And I've got like tingles from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I love yeah. that. Oh, and now look at what the years turned out to be. I know. I know. I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it was good that we had that experience at the start of the year, I think, to um, really put us on this path at this time. Um, yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one more question for you, um, and it's, a, it's sort of around that sort of COVID-19 realm again. Um, like how has your business changed for good as a result of coronavirus um, occurring? Um, oh, I, I think it's, I mean, like I said, it's still so new, but I feel like, mm. Perhaps coronavirus, although that's really hard to say. Um, I would say like it's actually forced me to actually slow down um, and actually mm -hmm. sort of forced me to look at what I want to do and how I can actually help people. 
um, as opposed to anything else. Um, you know, I'm still trying to sort of show up the same um, and do that sort of thing. But yeah, definitely yeah. slow down and actually inward as well, and actually look at what yeah makes me happy and how I can what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool um, experience, and I think that a lot of people would be like very familiar with that. You know, it's it's um, yeah. it's definitely forcing people to slow down and to kind of consider what what their life is supposed to be like, and yeah. um, you know where they're supposed to go with their you know hopes, dreams, aspirations, um, plus you know, how they've been living their life and is it too fast-paced, yeah. is it um, unhealthy, um, you know, and if anything, you know, positive that comes out of that, I think that, you know, as a culture, people are slowing down and, like, kind of connecting a bit more with people. So I think that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that is all of my questions, my dear. It was so good to have you on. <laughs> oh, did you just freeze for a bit? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we're probably just at the end of um, where the, the connection's potentially going to um, kick us off, so we should probably finish it there <laughs> before Wonderful. it kicks us off. Um, yeah. But, yeah, thank you so much for, um, for joining me and I've really loved chatting with you and getting to know you a bit, little bit more and um, I can't wait to hear more about your podcast and see how your business continues to grow. Thank you, Bree. It was nice to chat. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you doing more lives. Yay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll chat with you on the podcast soon. Woo. <laughs> yeah. All right, darling. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today on Soul to Soul, the podcast with Brie Boucher. For more information about me and my work in the world, find me at briboucher.com and on Instagram at thebriboucher. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. Take a screenshot and share with me on Instagram or leave a review on this episode. Big love. Have a beautiful day.